Hi, I'm Emma Clark and this is Who Do You Think I Am? The podcast that tells stories from the inner sanctum of a sound studio that makes voiceovers, music, sound, basically anything noisy. Now, it's not often that I hear audio that absolutely blows my mind. Today, this very morning, I've received audio that will form the basis of a new piece of music that I'm going to write in a few weeks' time. This audio was made by Neural Synthesis. Now, by its nature, this audio is completely unique and, to me at least, it's precious and it's extraordinary. It was created using Prism Sample RNN. This is a computer-assisted compositional tool that generates new audio by learning the characteristics of an existing body of sound or music. I'm really fortunate to be part of Unsupervised. This is a group set up by the Royal Northern College of Music's PRISM research project, and it is absolutely awesome. PRISM takes a lead in interdisciplinary and reflexive research between the creative arts and the sciences, so maths, computer science, chemistry, biology, physics, all that stuff, with a view to making a real contribution to society to develop new digital technology and creative practice and to address fundamental questions about what it means to be human and creative today. Creating audio by neural synthesis, it turns out, is quite a long process. Now, this is all completely new to me. I didn't really understand what machine learning was, what neural synthesis was and how that related to music, but... Boy, have I learned. (laughs) It's unpredictable because you never really know at the start quite what the computer is going to deliver at the end of the process. So consequently, it's really exciting because you just just don't know what you're going to get. It's a complete mystery. It's a lucky dip. So to begin the process, I made three hours worth of really small WAV files containing samples of human speech. So this was tiny fragments of the kind of spontaneous verbal sounds that humans make. Now that is a hell of a lot of editing, three hours, let me tell you. I ended up getting sound editor's shoulder. You know, when you sat in one position and you're clicking around with your mouse and my left shoulder just became completely frozen. I was absolutely engrossed in the process, (laughs) I have to say. Now, in this three-hour data set of audio, there are small clips of speaking, there's breathing, laughing, shouting, whispering, all in multiple pitches and tones. So these audio files are then fed into the computer. Now, once that's complete, the machine learning can start. The audio is learned by the algorithm. Now, this is a supercomputer we're talking about here. It's at the University of Manchester. And it took the computer about two weeks to learn my audio. Now, this part of the process was overseen by Dr Christopher Meelan. He managed to build, he told me, a very large data set from the material I supplied. He said, in fact, it was one of the largest that he's ever worked on. Now, data sets are created by chopping up the original audio, the bits of speech, laughing, sneezing, breathing, whatever, into many smaller chunks, typically five to eight seconds long, maybe with an overlap between consecutive chunks. 
And then the computer randomly shuffles those chunks, for want of a better term. <laughs> now, audio was generated by the computer every five epochs, with five files generated at a time. Now, one epoch represents a single pass through the complete training data. The files are suffixed with the epoch number and the temperature. So, for our purposes, for our experiment, we used T equals 0 0.95. The temperature, <laughs> stay with me, <laughs> is a parameter of the training which controls the amount of randomness in the output samples. What we're going to try next, this is a bit of an experiment, we're going to change the temperature to 0 0.99. Now, we expect the generated sounds to be busier, but we don't really know. It's intriguing. If the algorithm is tweaked even slightly, the computer-generated audio output can be significantly changed. The sounds that the computer has delivered. My word, it contains riches and many surprises. There are files for the saved epochs from each training run. The audio, the machine-learned audio, is strange. It's otherworldly. It's oddly human, but it's also not human. To anyone fascinated by sound, it's bloody awesome. Now, it's important to say that the network is not designed to generate comprehensible speech. It can't learn language in the sense of the meaning of words or sentences. It's just not designed for that. It's purely about sound. And we've found that speech is one of the most interesting sounds on which to train the network. When I was editing the original files for the dataset, I wanted to make it as challenging as possible for the algorithm to make assumptions about the audio. I wanted to make it difficult for the computer to learn. So creating the initial dataset, the three-hour lump of audio, well, little tiny bits of lumps of audio, is an important part of the creative and compositional process because what you include in that dataset effectively changes the flavour of the dish, so to speak. So I edited the original audio across words and pitches and into words and pitches and after different words. I included and excluded silences. I separated audio that centred around stable pitches and volume and then I mixed them together to make them unstable. I made folders of audio containing specific tones, pitches and durations and mixes of all those things so that we could alter the algorithm accordingly to change the output. So effectively, I wanted the computer to have to work hard to give me its best attempt at learning human. And honestly, the results are awesome. I can't, I can't, I'm so, I just wish you could see my face. It's phenomenal, far better than I could ever have hoped for. I've got so many ideas as to how I'm going to use it, layer it, deconstruct it, reassemble it, and I just cannot wait to make a start. The final yet-to-be-composed piece of music um, that I'm, I'm going to write for this particular project, the Unsupervised Project, will incorporate live speech and instrumentation. 
And the core of the work will be the computer-generated machine-learned audio that's being created by the computer. The idea behind this piece has a philosophical concept at its heart. And I'll tell you more about that once I've written it. The music will be presented, perhaps performed, we don't know, we're, we're waiting to see what the funding scenario is, at an event in the summer. So I will keep you posted. And I have to say, I am so very grateful to Dr Sam Salem, Dr Christopher Meelan, PRISM, the University of Manchester, the University of Oxford and the RNCM for their help and support with this project. And I'm so excited. I cannot wait to get my teeth into this audio. But before I do that, I'm writing an opera. So I need to complete that rapido, actually. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's not enough time, not enough time. So I need to complete this this opera and then I'm going to be all out on the prison project. So, yeah, it's, it's busy. And in, in a few minutes, I've got to be a talking bollard for a voiceover project for a client. So it's all go. Anyway, thanks very much for listening. <laughs> now, I'll see you soon. Take the best care.